what do you think is the most uh, underrated yet vital skill in order to take an idea, make the idea, and all the way up to a stock exchange or you know a, a impactful company? Because that journey, like you said, can easily take ten years, right? Okay, I'll probably give you a couple there because there there are so many. I've said you need to be a bit naive in the sense that there needs to be a degree of naivety and a bit of and and also stamina because this is not something that takes there are very few companies apart from some tech companies right you know if you come up with a fantastic app or do something in the ai space there are very few companies that you can just take within six months two years whatever it is uh, and list it uh, unless you've got a lot of money behind you already and you go out and buy something so you need a bit of naivety you you need uh you need a lot of stamina um I would also say, knowing what I know now, um, make sure that you get some great advisors uh, around you. They don't necessarily need to be on your board. They don't need to be investors. But have some someone you can call up, uh, a bit of a mentor. Uh, you can call up, um, bounce ideas off. If you've had a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, you know, get a bit of moral support. Because it can be tough. I wouldn't say it's lonely, but clearly you need to have someone who you can you can open up to and actually you know get a bit of get a bit of feedback from. Uh, and as I say, it doesn't need to be on your board because they you know you, you might have people on your board of directors who are more there in a professional capacity. This is someone who who you can really open up to and and can can give you some guidance. Second, uh, third one is you know if you're if you're in a stage of life where you're married, got a long-term partner, et cetera, et cetera, make sure they're supported. If not, forget it. I mean, just don't even bother going down that route. You need someone and you need to be dead open about this on day, day one. You know, uh, I've been married now since 2009. Um, we've been together since, you know, 2005. And one of the first things I, I told her was, you know, I'm, Think I'm going to become an entrepreneur, and uh, I met her in Oslo. She she's Norwegian. I think I'm going to become an entrepreneur, and um, I'm going to move to the UK. Uh, and of course, that was important. Set set the scene for where we are today. Um, so yeah, make sure that you tick that box. Um, and finally, I would just say as well, you know, sometimes don't take life too seriously because. When you're in the middle of something and it doesn't go to plan, you know, you think your entire world is crumbling around you. Absolutely not. You know, get a bit of distance to it. Um, shut shut down your laptop, go for a walk, do something different, go to the gym, see some friends, go back, and you will see that what you thought was the solution that you could never sort out has lots of different angles to it. And actually, when you've probably found the the right the right solution to it, um, you're probably going to find that, I mean, what a schmuck you were that didn't see that in the first place. So, you know, just, just take your time. Don't try to rush too much because that's one of the things that one of the key learnings I at least had from Flexel and G was, um, you know, I wanted there to be 28 hours in a day. Um, I wanted things that would usually take a month to happen in three days. Um, now I feel much better about myself when I now actually realize that, yeah, stuff that should take a month, you can maybe compress it to three weeks, but for three days, forget it. All right. 
be a bit realistic about your timelines as well and and don't don't be so hard on yourself that's great advice uh just a, another question does location matters because we're both from small uh, communities and you ended up in london you went to singapore I'm in Oslo right now. How important is the location in terms of what you want to build or what industry you want to work for? Is there a value there to try to go to a hub or at least experience the hub and learn from the hub and then eventually go back if you need to, of course? I think there is, uh, for sure. Um, because, of course, um, there are... I mean, I now post-COVID, you know, working from home, working remotely, you know, digital nomads, et cetera, right? Theoretically, you can do anything from anywhere. But you you do need to bounce off energy, I'd say, all right? You 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 need to bounce off brilliant minds. You need to bounce off people who who are who are doing what what you're trying to do or who have um or have at least done something similar. And of course, when you're from a fairly small place, you're not necessarily going to find them there. So, so yeah, I I, I would say that that's that that's very important. Um, I think I'd also like to say that coming from a small place can also be an advantage um, because a lot of people I know who've done well in business or have done well in something else um, aren't born and brought up. Um, in a big place and that might be coincidence that people from small places get attracted to other people from small places all right so it might be a pretty pretty bad data sample I've got here that you know I come from a small place and hence I, I we 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 interact better but I think there is a there's a there's a thing to be said for and I'm sure there's some people who have done cultural studies here but you know if you're in a big environment um you might be maybe quite settled. Um, you might not feel the same drive for going out, trying to do something different, seeing, seeing, appreciating different angles, being op as open to accepting input, which is very different to where you've come from. Because if you live in a big place, that's that's your day-to-day -day life. So therefore, you might you might have developed um i wouldn't say short-circuited but developed um slight in insensitives um for picking up um nuances picking up um ideas because that's where you've come from but if you come from a much smaller place everything in a big place is in in, in a hub is new to you is different and there might be something there that you're actually then more more susceptible um, to picking up on 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 stuff. Once again, my my um, my data points here are are, are very very <laughs> very very few and far between. But there might be something there as well. But it's not always an advantage necessarily to come from a to come from a city or a large place. No, it's it's a very interesting uh, interesting topic indeed. Uh, Philip, thank you so much for taking the time. I hope we can do it again in the future and uh, good luck with all the developments going forward as well. Thank you so much, Christopher. It's been lovely talking to you. If you like this episode and the content we produce, head over to my YouTube channel. Just type in Christopher Vonheim. See you next time.
All opinions expressed by Christopher Volname or his guests on this podcast are only their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Volname. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Christopher Volname as a specific reason to invest or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.